This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the stinking truth. He's been in Atlanta a lot over the last few weeks. You get a chance to watch him. You hear him. Uh, and he played at a very high level. Mark Schlereth, Stink, joins us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And he's got a new podcast, guys, out. Uh, NFL insider Mark Schlereth. And it is an Odyssey original, the Stinking Truth podcast, covering <laughs> the entire NFL. Stink, man, um, we got to start with these Falcons. I want to get your impressions on what you're seeing and what you think. Offensively, this thing has been ugly. It's not been what we expected. You played at a high level on that O-line, man. You know what it's about. Tell me what we're missing and why this thing is not clicking the way it should. Is it simply quarterback? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that has a lot to do with it. I think it has a transitional aspect to it as well. Like, you're trying to transition to the next level of this offense as opposed to running it 55% of the time and setting up your play action and doing all that. You're trying to expand and grow the offense, right? You're trying to get mm. your pits involved. You're trying to get London involved. And you're trying to get uh, Smith involved. And all those different guys with Bijan and everybody else, you're trying to kind of divvy up those reps, if you will. And ultimately, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked mm. because um, I just believe that, you know, from a quarterback situation, it just hasn't been quite good enough, either with Heineke or with Des Ritter. So, you know, to me, one of the big issues is getting back down to basics, running the football, you know, living in that realm and setting up your play action. I, I've always believed this, you know, as a player and as an analyst, um, attempts, attempts in the running game become opportunities in the passing game. And an attempt in the running game, even if it's a three-yard attempt, if you're committed to it, and, you know, it's commitment runs. You're committed to it, and you continue to do it. There are plenty of opportunities that will present themselves for explosive plays in the pass game. And I just don't think the mixture has worked so far this season. It's been more, you know, how do you implement a drop-back game? And part of that, honestly, Des Ritter is a shotgun guy. He's been in shotgun the entirety of his career going back to Cincinnati. That's what he's comfortable in. And – it makes it harder to be a great play-action pass team if you're not under center. It just – you eliminate some of the runs you have. The, like, it's a, just a tougher thing. So, it really comes down to the quarterback, but it comes down to the style of offense that you're trying to create based on the players you have, which is smart, you know, mm. putting them in positions of strength, but it's just not what you're doing well at, at, at the current rate. And to me, you still have a chance to win this division 
it's not too late to kind of go back to to that style of offense. Right. It is a pro bowler, and again, just good dude. Mark Slareth is with us here, guys, in the waitfor.com hotline. Uh, you know O-line. Jake is solid. Uh, we picked up this kid, Bergeron, who's been very good. And then on the right side, it's been a strange year for Lynchham, a lot of penalties, and then McGarry is a better run blocker than pass blocker. When you watch us in the games you've covered, how bad or what do you make of our offensive line? Well, I think, again, I think you've got a really good offensive line put in the right position. And the meaning, you're not a drop-back old line. Like, if you have to drop back and throw the ball, then I think there will be some struggles. But bottom line, if you just you know, go out and be the Vikings that you are, you know, I mean, just absolute thunder punch people, uh, especially with McGarry, like, then you have an opportunity to have the right tools in the tool belt. And so those are the things, I think, offensively that you have to think about when, you know, based on your players. Um, you're not to me. You're not a drop back offensive line. You're run the ball, control the tempo of the game, control the physicality of the game, and then set up your play action off of that. And that's how you you know that's how you take pressure off those guys. I always talk about the number of uh, like tools in your tool belt. And one of the things you have to do for an offensive line is give them the tools to build it with. And so you have to understand your strengths. You have to better understand your weaknesses, and then you have to build opportunities in the way you call plays for those guys to really lean into their strengths and mitigate their weaknesses. And I always say, hey, listen, if I'm building a deck and you provide me the opportunities and you say, hey, man, I want you to build this deck, but I'm not going to give you a saw, a level. I'm not going to give you screws or a screw gun. The only thing I'm going to give you is a hammer. Well, I can still build you a deck but I wouldn't suggest standing on it because it's not going to be worth a crap. Yeah. Like those are the things you have to do as a play caller to mitigate potential issues. Mark Slareth, our guest guys here on sports radio, 92, nine, the game, check out the stinking truth podcast covering the entire NFL. Let's go around the league. Mark, I know you've been critical and rightfully so of the Denver Broncos, but now they've run off three in a row stink. I mean, like what the hell's going on there? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about intelligent coaching. What you've ended up doing is saying, hey, listen, we've got a formula to win. And the formula is we need to run the ball. Commitment runs, even though we're only averaging three, three and a half yards of carry. Commitment runs keep us in third and manageable situations when we have to, you know, get into those and, and throw the ball. Um, and basically say, Russell Wilson, here's the things you can do. Here's the things you can't do. We're going to keep you out of those can't-do situations. You're not really a strong drop-back guy. You're more of a play-action, get the ball out of your hands, set up a screen, set up a swing pass, um, you know, and, and then some play-pass stuff to take shots down the football field. But what they're doing is saying, hey, listen, we're going to run it with our backs about 35 times a game. You know, with the quarterback scrambles, we'll have about 40, 42 attempts a game. We're going to keep our quarterback to about 24 attempts. A lot of those are going to be quick, easy throws underneath to the outside. And then ultimately, we're going to possess the ball, and we're going to win that time possession game 35-25. Last night, it was 37-23. And that's going to put the other offense counting possessions. 
So when you when you play that style of football, what ends up happening to you is that physicality of the run game and that possession leads to pressure. And it puts pressure on the other team. So the other team starts to look at it and go, shoot, they're possessing the heck out of the ball. We're not on the field. We've gone from a 12-possession game down to a 9- or 8-possession mm. game. Mm. They scrap pile game plans, and they start throwing it and playing hero ball. You know, Josh Allen is good to throw it to the other team three times a game. And a lot of it is because I have arm arrogance, and I'm just going to throw it into a team meeting and trust my guy's going to come away with it. And so that's what ends up happening to teams when you play that style of football. It's the style of football, frankly, that Atlanta needs to play. Mark Slareth with us getting his workout in on Dukes of Bell here on the waitfor.com yeah. hotline. I just lifted, and I came home, and I'm walking with my wife, and she's got a much better pace than me, so I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> what is she, like six foot eight? That's got to be a hell of a stride, man. No, she's like the little. She's like a little person, man. She's five <laughs> foot two, but she's got she's, – oh, she just told me five three. But she, uh, she's got a, she's got a little. Uh, I got some history. Might get along. She doesn't have. So right. She's motoring. <laughs> uh, Mark. So, what about some of the play calls? Because this is where it's hard. Because we we have Arthur on every week, Arthur Smith, and we understand eleven guys got to do their job, or things going to break down. But some of the play calling sometimes is it too cute in your estimation, or you getting back to what you just said, just play to your strengths. Yeah, I, I just think, you know, I think there's some limitations with both quarterbacks. So. You can sit there and say, hey, it's too cute or whatever. But, you know, the big thing about transitioning from the NFL to, to you know, the pro game at the quarterback position to me, and I, this is not I, – I never played quarterback, but, you know, I do study the game and I talk to a lot of guys who coach quarterbacks and our offensive coordinators and all those things. And I think one of the big things that, uh, that people don't really understand is most of the quarterbacks you get out of the college game have never been under center. And so that transition is really hard, and the mechanics of your footwork are really hard. So you have to understand the college game is shotgun, it's spread, it's just throw it to open windows, the hash marks are wider, that means the wide side of the field has about almost, what, three, four yards more space, like 11.6 feet of more space. So it just creates easier throws. And so you get into the NFL, and the timing of the offense is held in the quarterback's feet. Right. So every, every drop, three-step, five-step, five-step with a hitch, seven-step drop, every single drop times up to the route combination you're running, front side and back side. And so what you have to understand is if you've never been in those situations where you have to have proper foot mechanics, um, proper foot mechanics lead to on-time accurate throws. When you don't have that and you've never played that way, that's a really hard thing to do. And then when you've never been under center, well, that footwork, the corresponding footwork goes to that being under center. The other thing is you open up under center about 30, maybe 40% more of your run game that doesn't exist in shotgun. The other thing, it's really hard to get hard run action, play action in gun. One, usually the linebackers, take a couple, you know, another yard depth away from the line of scrimmage, and they can see the quarterback. They can see the ball face. When you run hard play action from under center, man, you take that ball, you turn your back, you can't see where the ball is, then you hand that ball in the belly of the, you know, of the running back, and you duck down, you dip. Like, you, you can't see that stuff. So you're forced to step up and challenge it. 
And that's where those wide-open opportunities come behind the linebackers in front of safeties and corners. And in gun, you don't really have that. Stink, you played with, obviously, one of the best ever in Elway. And what you just described, I'm watching him in my head Mm -hmm. do those things. And all of a sudden, you're reacting to that. And then down the field, right? Wide open plays. To your point, yeah, I think that's a great definition of how you just described that for, for Falcon fans. Hopefully we can get some of that. Check out the podcast, guys, and we look forward to visiting with you on a weekly basis, man, moving forward. Mark Schlereth, uh, it's an Odyssey podcast, guys. It's called, again, The Stinking Truth. Good luck with all the podcast stuff, man, and uh, appreciate the time today. You got it, guys. Take care. <laughs>